Yeah, what a weekend. Great football. Catastrophic collapses. And we still got one more to go tonight. One more to go. We still got the Cowboys yeah. in Tampa taking on Tom Brady. And it would take the Dallas Cowboys to get me to root for Tom Brady. And yeah. that's what we have. Bigger ratings tonight. This Cowboys uh, Tampa game. Cowboys uh, as big of a franchise as it gets mm-hmm. versus Tom Brady or Lakers Rockets. Close. It's gonna be close. <laughs> what? Taylor, don't laugh, bro. It's a it's a real you you travel to Sacramento to go see the Rockets. I know, but the Kings are a winning team at least. Oh, now, yes, I like that. I like I that. The, that the Kings are not only a winning team, they're in fourth place in the Western Conference, 24 with a little, and 18. With a little Let's cushion, go. too. I was in the bathroom at Golden One. I heard Kings te- or Kings fans talking about when we make the playoffs. Okay, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't I know. do that. Yeah, don't do that. Disrupting the gods. The gods to them? Yeah. I just walked out of there as quick as I could. <laughs> just tell them, look, I work with Sliwa and Travis, and they've had some losing <laughs> in their lives. Don't talk about also, the gods. Also, you didn't have much losing this weekend, Al, uh, in our oh, wild yeah, card picks. Me. So we've got one game left tonight. Don't, ugh. No, I'm, it, it I was, just did terrible. That's well, we're not talking about you right now. We're talking about Al. <laughs> Can I shine uh, for a you, second you, here? You were fantastic. You only missed one game. There's one more to go tonight, but it's your one-point game. Yeah, it's so, only, so I can't it, really gain anything. But you've, you've already run the week. Nobody can catch you. Okay. It's just a matter of whether or not you triple up on everybody or whether you just merely win by a lot. Okay. You, you, you. <laughs> Give me the detail. I got to write these down. Why don't I write these down? <laughs> I literally just go into the weekend saying to myself, I knew I, had, I knew I had Baltimore yesterday. I knew I had Niners, I think, but the rest of them I didn't really you know. You won... Every game other than the Buffalo game. You had the Buffalo game. You had Buffalo in your three. You did not hit that one, That's but right. you hit everything else. That's what I'm talking about. You hit your six, your five, your four, and your two. You have 17 points going into tonight. I already equaled my whole regular season total. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did real you did equal your weekly or winning week total. Yeah. Taylor and I are a distant tied for second. We both have five. Okay. Now Taylor can get to nine and I can get to eleven. Based on what we have, you guys left. both have Tampa. No, he has Dallas. I have Tampa. All right, so one of you gaining points. One of us is okay. going to get some points along the way. Emily had a bad week. Um, she has three and has Tampa at four, so she can only get to yeah. seven. She might stay at three. So you could triple up on everybody, or if I get mine to be eleven, you'd still beat me by six. Emily, you have Tampa tonight. I do. Okay. All right, so then I got to go for the Cowboys then. Well, you already do have. You already, you already picked the I know, Cowboys. but just because I got to keep you guys kind of away a little bit. <laughs> Emily, I got a question for you. Um, where is your passion for this game? I just feel like yeah. you did not, you didn't care as much as we did this no, week. No. What happened? I mean, I've, I've cared a lot. I was watching every game. I was really, I was really into it. I was actually at Planet Fitness yesterday, and I was like, oh, hey, because they like, didn't ah. have... Well, they didn't have any of the games on the screens. Mm-hmm. And I, I know exactly that's my... Really? Travis is giving me a face. I'm like, yeah. Oh, no, no, I got you. So I, so you. I went to the... What person, was on the TVs? I guess it's what they had up from last night. So they had yeah. Fox, they had... Law and Order. Um, TNT, they had <laughs> whatever else. Murder, she wrote. <laughs> yeah. They had all these random stuff. And so I was there in the morning. And so I was like, well, hey, I went to the desk. I was like, hey, good, like, we put CBS on one of the screens. Um, there's a playoff game. And sh- and the person was like, uh, well, there's no manager here, so we can't change in the TVs. They're like, listen, like, the okay. membership is $10 a month. You need manager We do not give you TV. To turn the channel? Right. I guess so. Like, okay. whatever. <laughs> and so then I was like, whatever. I'm just going to watch it on my, my phone or whatever when I was working out. Otherwise, yeah. I would be listening to music, but it's fine, whatever. But I was really into these games. But tonight's game, it's like, I want both teams to lose. It's like a shot on Friday game for me. I hate both teams. I hate Tom Brady. I don't like the Cowboys. And so I think it's more of just like, I want both teams to lose what's, in an embarrassing what's way. What's the spread again? Two and a half. It's Cowboys or Tampa? Tampa's two and a half point favorite. All right, so can I get... All right, I picked the Cowboys, so I'm going to leave that alone. I do want to see Tom Brady move on. I do. I, I, wanna, only... I, I, I have no reason to not want to see him continue playing football this he, season. He brings an element to it that's really different than mm-hmm. if the Cowboys go. The Cowboys kind of have not played well in the playoffs for a very long time. They're, they're better this I year. I don't think if I know... They haven't won a road playoff game since 92. Yeah, it's been since the 90s for mm-hmm. sure. They've only had a handful of playoff wins, period, since the 90s. And they've mm-hmm. all been in Dallas. This obviously is on the road. Um, <laughs> Brady's a totally different thing, right? Brady is a if he's in there and they would be there they take on Philly mm-hmm. if they who the winner of this game takes on Philly um 
eh, I, I don't want to play Tom Brady in a game that matters. And I, if you can kick his ass, that's one thing, and you can just you know end it. But if that game gets close, I don't want to play a close game against Tom Brady because he just knows how to do – he knows how to – he's the anti-Chargers. Right, he might not be very good. His team might not be very good, but if you give him a chance at the end, he finds a way to make the right moves. Where the Chargers find a way to make the wrong ones. There have been games this year, just in the regular season, where you're like, okay, Tampa's out; they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting the game right off the top of my head. Well, the Rams game. The Rams game. Rams game is one of them. There was another one. It was two straight drives at the end of the game. They won seventeen sixty. Yeah, or it was like a Monday was. night game or a Thursday night game. One of those. They were standalones. Yeah. And and he's done that, and obviously for him. You just put him in that situation in that moment. The guy's going to deliver. All right, I want to go back to the Lakers really quick here, Al. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about the fact that they had a chance to beat Philly. They had a chance to beat Dallas. Yeah. And, and you're right. And they made some combination of coaching mistakes and execution mistakes and maybe a couple of calls went against them. But the fact of the matter is they were in games against teams that we think are going to be good teams. That's the good news. The, the glass half full is we're 8-8 eight and eight without Anthony Davis. We just played good basketball against good teams and had some bad luck at the end to lose those games. Or that just didn't execute. Didn't execute. We're not smart, yeah. That's the glass half full. Of, hey, look, AD comes back, Austin Reeves, and all the other players that are out. We're going to be okay. We're going to, And they were okay prior to all this going down. The other side of this sure. is they are 19-24. and 24. 13th they are in 13th place. Mm-hmm. They did lose last night. They did lose to Dallas. Mm-hmm. They did lose to Denver. That You can have moral victories. And, and when you go back to the game against um, Milwaukee earlier in the season, I said, you know, I'd really, if they just kind of hang, I, I think that's a win. Now, they ended up winning the game. You can't hang anymore. You're going to have to win, regardless of what you have, because there's traffic in front of you. You're the right about that. The news is, there's, what are they, they're 11 back. They're only... Two and three, a half. Three games out of the eighth out of the eighth spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're only four games out of the sixth spot. It that's a good week and a half. So it can happen. But the fact of the matter is they're not helping in, themselves. You're in thirteenth place. You have to at least win if that's going to be the case. I saw something uh Shams had uh had posted a video. He's doing a video, FanDuel TV, and he's talking about how Anthony Davis um back out on the floor and probably before the all star break potentially early February that he comes back, okay? Mm-hmm. I actually, kind of threw me off yesterday. I'm doing the pregame show, and Anthony Davis was out there. He's shooting around. And I didn't know I didn't know that he was at that stage where he's shooting around. And it wasn't just, hey, I'm taking a shot and I'm not moving. He's moving. No, it was you got a, one of the assistant coaches there, trainer, whatever it is, kind of fake a screen. You roll, I get the ball, and I shoot around. He's not running up and down the floor yet. It is going to take some time for him to come back, but let's just use the early February as an example. If if early ve- February is the case, I'll count out two, four, six, eight, nine. If he comes back early February, you're missing at least another 10 games. I don't know where they are in 10 games. I, I Odds are they don't go five and five in those 10. I, I genuinely mean this when I say it. I think they play hard. I think, you know, LeBron's doing everything he can. I think the role players are doing everything they can. In the NBA, a lot of times it just comes down to, do you have talent? Do you have enough talent to win these games? And more times than not, they don't without Anthony Davis. And in 10 games, is that five games under 500? Is that now at eight or nine or something? I don't have the answer to it. I know they're going to fight every night, but they're probably going to lose games along the way. They're shorthanded, but it, at some point it doesn't matter. You, you got what you got, and you got to go win some and games. And nobody cares. And, and nobody cares. And they want to see you buried. And those games like last night, that's when you got to grab. That game against Dallas, that's a game you got to grab. Maybe it's a surprise win, but there, there's no special category for we kind of hung around. Well, here's the you problem. you got to win. Here's the problem. Even I, I'm with you that it could be a surprise win, but if you're at the end of the game and there's 10 seconds left and you should win, yeah. then that's a different conversation than right. if you lost by 10 against Philly and you were never in the game. I misspoke a second ago. The winner of tonight's game does not play Philadelphia. They play San Francisco. So let me clean that up. The winner of tonight plays San Francisco. Yep. Philly plays the Giants. Giants. Yep. So uh, that is actually what's going down. The 49ers have not one, not two, but three really quality, or at least two really quality starting quarterbacks. The third one was the third pick in the draft that we've never seen play. What the heck do you do next? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So going into the weekend, Al, you picked the divisional round as your favorite round of the NFL playoffs. I took wild card, super wild card weekend because the, just of the abundance of yeah. six games. Yeah. I feel like I, I did pretty well. We had four of the five games this weekend were right down to the wire, mm-hmm. and the fifth one was still a game well into the third quarter. Yes. The Niners and the uh, Seahawks. Now, listen, all the games were incredibly entertaining. You said that you didn't think you were going to watch all five. You watched all I five. I doing it, yeah. I think I did three of four, and then whatever you want to call the Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens while the Laker game's going on, we got those monitors next to us. Yeah. So I was keeping track with that. Maybe you don't hold the ball out over the goal line when you're a yard and a half <laughs> short of the goal line. Oh, Unless it's Trevor me. Lawrence. Gosh, but Trevor but Lawrence was one yard three line. yards deep. He was right. basically at his face in the end zone to start. Okay, so it's again, I'm going to go back to this. It's going on during the Laker game, so I haven't got the volume up or anything like that. If I had my choice, to turn the volume all the way up in Section 111 and people behind me can hear it. <laughs> um, but you see Baltimore just driving the ball, and you're like, wow, they're about to go up. 17-17, they got them right where they want. They just want to be in the game late in the fourth quarter. And then next thing I see, Trav, the dudes just run the other way. So I didn't even see Hundley try to, you know, try to reach or whatever to try to get in the end zone. And when I see the replay, I just see him saying, hey, I was in, I was in. I see the replay. I'm like, you're not, he wasn't even you're close. seven yards short. He wasn't even close to getting in. And look, I get it. And these things kind of go back and forth, right? This thing where never extend the ball. You never know if it's going to get knocked out to. Now, no, you reach for these things. The um, What, what was, there was a, a touchdown in one of the early games. Maybe it was the, the Chiefs, not the Chiefs. I forget where it was. Somebody landed on the goal line and put the ball, touchdown. Okay. Huntley was from me to you. I know. You're, 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 I know. That you cannot, one of those guys is going to smack that ball out of your hand. And then Sam Hubbard, of course, who's, I don't know, what is he, 300 pounds at least? Goes right into his hands but, and he's gone. He had wheels. Yeah, he like did have Mark wheels. Andrews was started what twenty yards behind him, but yeah. it's, again, it's a hundred yard also race. Was a block in the back, but it probably <laughs> might, maybe, could, certainly could have been called. You're not wrong about that, but he outran that guy at least to at least outran him enough to get into the end zone. It was an extraordinary. Do they play. make that call? Should they have thrown the flag there? It was. It was one of those. Had they thrown it, I don't yeah. think it would have been outrageous. But you let that thing. You know play what? Out. You know what doesn't help as a defender when you commit it, or what doesn't help as a player when you commit a penalty? Don't put your hands up like this. I couldn't agree more. Don't put your hands Just up like this. Just get in the way. Like Just you didn't have to even but extend the, your hands. The whole my hands go up and I start looking around. I'm like. If I'm a ref, I'm naturally like, all right, well, he's admitting guilt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't Here's disagree with you. It's a Bud Light reaction Monday on 710 ESPN. We're reacting to everything that took place on Super Wildcard Weekend. The Charger collapse that we spent a lot of time on. We're getting you ready for the Cowboys and Bucks tonight on ESPN. And it's all presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. 2023 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of the James Harrison return in the Super Bowl against the Cardinals, the Steelers one, where he had to get like <laughs> he was barely making it to the end, and oh, I was um, heartbroken. Uh, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald almost caught him at the end, yep. and then he had to get the he he probably could not breathe at all at the end of that. But I remember I was like t- thirteen years old, and I was going crazy. I wanted Larry that. Fitzgerald to win a Super Bowl so bad. You have the perfect set of circumstances for a James Harrison or a Sam Hubbard to return a touchdown. Yeah. 90s. It has to be where every guy that's fast is on laying on the ground, which is what which right. is what happened, right? Or has their back turned and has no idea that all that <laughs> happened. Got a 50-yard head start. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what it was. San Francisco was the one game that was a blowout. 
mm-hmm. and they they blew him out. I think they scored twenty five unanswered points at one point. Just really put it on him. Brock Purdy a little bit, you know, maybe in the moment to start the game, but he settled sure. in really quick. Yeah. That after about the first six seven minutes of that game, he seemed to be pretty comfortable. I don't think it's a stretch to think that they're going to get to the NFC Championship game or even the Super Bowl. I don't even think it's a stretch to say that they could win the Super Bowl. I think seeing the defense that they have, seeing the weapons that they have in Kittle and Ayuk and Debo and McCaffrey and all, all of those Crazy. guys that they have, yep. Purdy is certainly good enough to do enough to put them as, as Super Bowl champions. Maybe they win it, maybe they don't. They're gonna, they are they have a really interesting decision to make. Jimmy Garoppolo was supposed to be gone last year. Yeah. Wasn't, thankfully, because he ended up playing. Trey Lance was the guy that gave away all their draft picks to get a couple yep. of years ago. Yep. Really hasn't played. No, he hasn't. He hasn't played at all. He's supposed to be the guy this year gets hurt right away. We don't know what he is No, in no the clue. NFL. Couldn't yeah. agree more. And then you've got Brock Purdy. I think you kind of do know what you have in this guy who, at worst, he's a player in this league he's a borderline starter maybe a lot better than that but at your very worst he's a competent NFL quarterback you can't have three of these dudes you 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 know what you got in Jimmy G yep you kind of sort of know what you got in Purdy Lance who's the most air quote valuable piece on your board yeah is the thing you know the least about what do you do you can't carry all three so it is a it's a good situation to be in for for the 49ers but I, I got to be real with you. I got to be honest here. It, how do you take the ball away from Brock Purdy right now? How? How do you do that? In his first playoff game, which, by the way, he won six games since Garoppolo got injured, mm-hmm. um, he threw for 330 yards. He had three touchdowns. Now you can make a case and say, yeah, but look at all the weapons that he has. He has Christian McCaffrey. He has Ayuk. He has Debo. I get it. You can make that argument. But is he making these critical mistakes that you feel like, hey, I'm not comfortable with him? Is he not putting himself in a situation where a play is dead and he draw, he finds himself just a little bit of more time? He's making real NFL quarterback plays. This yes. is not – I am um, And real quarterback NFL decisions. Like when yes. it's not there, throw it out of bounds. Yep. Like that's what Skylar Thompson – or was it Tom? Yeah, Skylar Thompson is not doing. Of Miami, Huntley yeah. is not yeah. doing. They're making – inexperienced quarterback decisions they're making i'm a real backup in the nfl decisions right right that they're not comfortable in that situation they shouldn't have a starting job whatever the case is i don't know how you take the ball away from him listen if they lose next week and their season ends maybe it's more of a conversation if he has one of those games or it's a postseason game where you look and you say brock lost them the game then maybe that's a different conversation but up to this point does he not look like he's in a perfect situation, and doesn't it look like a lot of those players that are surrounded around him feel comfortable that he's the quarterback? I, I, I'm with you. I just wonder, like, for instance, if he throws an interception that's a pick six that goes the other way and that turns out to be the the difference, that doesn't mean he's not the guy, right? Mm-hmm. He could lose them the game. What, the, losing the game would be if he shows up and has – a four pick night and he just looks completely terrified yeah, as to what's going up. Yeah. And and it just we've never seen anything that makes you believe that's a four pick night and you're is. not playing the Chargers. <laughs> exactly. That's what you're referring that's, to. Well, thankfully the Chargers are no longer an issue. They're they're on their way home. Um Lance is the for me, and I, I think that Garoppolo's probably the guy that ends up on a different team next year. Yeah. But to me, Lance is like I I don't why would I why am I I know he's a first round pick, but why would I wanna maybe have a great player yeah. when I already know I have a pretty good player? Yeah, he's Mr. Earl, but at some point that doesn't matter anymore, right? So I think a lot of teams I don't know if the Niners will do this and John Lynch, I'm not sure if he's gonna do this, but you feel pressure to play somebody because you took him high in the draft. No doubt. Right? And that's well, that's our draft pick. This is what we are planning to do. But damn, if you fell on something different and it's working out and the team is rolling right now, it's really tough to sit back and say, well, let's make another decision to take another quarterback that's had success out. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Lymert Park and Daniel. Daniel, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Daniel? Um, hi. I just wanted to comment on the uh, well, the Chargers thing. Um, I would give maybe Brandon Staley another year. I would, at the very minimum, go with Joe Lombardi being canned because – it was in his inability to develop a running game all year that forced the Chargers to rely heavily on the passing with no Mike Williams, 
you saw what you saw what happened when there was no backup plan to the backup plan on on Saturday. And then also before I go, I want to make a comment. I don't think the market is big enough to handle pressure like for both LA teams. So when we have this discussion last year, if the Bucks came back in their divisional against the Rams and like, oh, we got to fire Sean McVay because the same thing happened with him. But Brandon Taylor actually did yesterday. Okay, I want to take the last part first, and then we'll circle back to this. Yep. Um, no, because Sean Sean McVay has already been to a Super Bowl. He's won a bunch of playoff Sean games Sean McVay hasn't already. prevented the Rams from moving forward. <laughs> exactly right. Sean McVay, if they had blown the game in Tampa, it would be a, man, that is a terrible loss. It's the worst loss of his career. How do you bounce back from that? Right, that how do you continue to move forward? That would be the conversation. It would not even for one second have been, hey, do we need to move on from this guy? Not, not in a million years. Every other team in the NFL wish you were saying right, that. Right, right. We'll we'll take him. Sure. Um, the other part that he was talking about that we wanted to give Joe Lombardi, the offensive coordinator, uh, some responsibility in this. Sure, I think Lombardi has responsibility. I think Herbert has responsibility. I think Eckler has responsibility. I think Bosa. every but. Every single player yeah. on that offense has responsibility mm-hmm. in what they did. But Brandon Staley's the head coach. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's ultimately his decision what we're going to do. That if Joe Lombardi is calling a bunch of pass plays to get on that headset and say, Joe, knock this blank off. Mm-hmm. We're running the ball. Do you not understand that even if we don't succeed on the ground, we're killing clock every time we do it? We have a 27-point lead, or at least in the second half, a 20-point lead. Why are we throwing the ball in every single down? I'm going to say it again. They only ran the ball eight times in the second half. Eight. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. They should have run the ball with virtually a, with, every time. You know when you run the ball eight times? You run the ball eight times in the second half when you're down 20. Exactly. You don't run the ball eight times when you're up 20. And the reason why, because I've heard this conversation before, and the reason why I put Bosa into it, because I thought you were talking about just pointing the finger of yeah. everybody. Um, it doesn't listen, that's that's the role as your head coach. The role as your head coach is you can say, Oh, well, if that player would have done that, that's not that's not Staley's fault. No. It's not how it works. That's it, not how it's, he's I was the CEO. just I was just sitting here talking about how Russ is making a decision at the end of the game. Who'd I point the finger at? Yeah. I pointed I I'd point it right at that coach. This isn't a Staley thing. That's your position. Your job as a head coach is you put your squad in the best position to succeed. Tell me how Staley has done that over these two years. All right, so a couple of different things that are similar but not exactly. Do you fire him, and will they fire him? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This is from Tim in the OC, Al. It says, Trav is an internet influencer now. His next level up is to become an Instagram model and have an OnlyFans page. So far, he's on the right track. Well, yeah, he, I, he already I, has an OnlyFans page. Maybe an influencer will like, help us get a new Mandy's. That would be great. Maybe. Maybe. My OnlyFans page would be me opening packs of baseball cards. Ooh, look, a Garvey. Awesome. <laughs> or you cooking. That could be, that yeah, could be another I don't one. Think no, the, just, the, just the baseball cards. I think so. Yeah. Ooh, look, there's a Teddy Martinez from 1978. You doing a live stream while you're driving and the camera's just on your face and nothing is said. 
And just like it's like, it's very below for, your face too, so it's that's like right. up your nose essentially. No, no, it actually just hits his chin down because he thought he thought it was on his face, but it was chin down. Like, and it's forty five minutes of that, and you just hear the car. <laughs> I just like that you guys all understand that I've entered a new phase in my career as an influencer. Two dollars a month. You want the content? It's two bucks a month. Yeah, you're gonna have Athletic Greens next. You're gonna push Brooklyn on me. These are all things on TikTok with the influencer. There you go. Should I push? See what else you want? I'll show you how to do tweets later, Al. <laughs> it's just very important that you tag the people that you're talking about. When you do like a TikTok me. dance, that's when I know you've gone to the dark side. I just look whatever Spade wants me to do. That's what I'm going to do. He and I are boys now, and we just you know we communicate via Twitter on the weekends. That's right. That's how we do it. That's right. Me and David Spade. That's how it goes. Tom in Alhambra. Tom, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Tom? Hey, you know I don't think that I don't think it's really a tough conversation for the 49ers. It's, you know I think it's kind of like at the end of the casino, and like you're expecting some clever explanation for why Daniel's character survives. And he's like, hey, I always deliver to my bosses, and why mess up a sure thing? And that's that. I, so the, the the line at the end of Casino that he's talking about with Ace Rothstein is, I could always pick winners, and that's that. In other words, I know what I'm doing, that you can have all these other guys. Why would you go away from me? Brock Purdy just keeps winning a bunch of games. Is it as simple as that? Well, here's what we haven't seen Purdy in a situation where he he faces real adversity. Yeah. So that that's going to be his kind of next test because if the Niners are playing the Cowboys or they're playing actually even better. Now Niners are playing Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay gets off to a just things happen, right? Things happen again. They get off to a 10 nothing start. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden it's I need my quarterback to deliver. Or you're in the fourth quarter, you're entering the fourth quarter, and it's 27-24, and they need a drive. That's going to be that that moment that we get to see him under different circumstances. I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy, who's been terrific since they put him in the lineup. Nothing has gone wrong yet. No. They've had the lead. He's got all his weapons. Like yep. All of the things. We haven't had that moment where, look, Brock Purdy's got to make some plays. Yeah. He's making plays, but not under the situation of, Hey, listen, the quarterback's got to do something here. And that's going to come. Right. And then who is he in that situation? When, last year, when the Niners were in Green Bay taking on the Packers in the snow, I think Troy Aikman and Joe Buck were on the game. And Troy said something right before a big play from Garoppolo. He goes, listen, at some point, Jimmy yep. G's got to do something. Yep. It was 10-3. And, and mm-hmm. sure as you know what, it happened right after that. You, that moment will come. Yeah. You don't know exactly when it's going to come. But it's going to come. I want to take you back, Slee, a little uh, time machine action here. Uh, June 2022, we're talking about seven months or so ago. Yep. This is what Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers, had to say. The history of this team when I got here, it was like something's gonna, someone's going to get hurt. They're going to go blow a lead. Something catastrophic is going to happen. There's this chargering, and there's all these external factors that I've known in my life. They're just all excuses. They're just all excuses. So, all right, well, how do you change that? Well, you have to do things different. You have to have a different approach. <laughs> this quote, that quote wasn't from this morning? Uh-huh. He, this is how you know you got it in a bad way. When your coach, who's newly hired, goes out of his way to say, hey, listen, you know that thing that everybody knows that we do? I know it too. And then he goes out there and does the <laughs> thing that everybody knows that the Chargers do. Uh, I wish there was a beam I could have lighted on <laughs> he, Saturday. He should have been fired on the spot. It was coaching malpractice. It was an unforgivable series of Fireable mistakes. Fireable offense. Fireable offense mm-hmm. right on down the line to have a 27-point lead with 32 minutes left in the game, to have a 20-point lead into the second half, mm-hmm. And to lose the game without anything weird happening. I I don't think that's been said enough. The Chargers had five takeaways. They had four interceptions and a fumble recovery. The Jags had zero. Okay, the Jags didn't flip this game by returning a couple of kicks for touchdowns. They didn't get a pick six. Justin Herbert didn't get knocked out of the game. And they were there playing wasn't their... a fumble that changed the whole scope of Nothing the game. Nothing weird of happened other than they just kept making terrible decisions. That's the coach's fault. And this is the same guy that made terrible decisions last year to keep them out of the playoffs in the first place. This isn't, hey, listen, the world conspired against us. This is a one in a million thing no one could have seen coming. Mm -hmm. Everybody that was watching this goes, well, here they go again. Here Staley goes again. And it happened again. So two questions. 
and you presented this before we came back here. One of the questions was, do you think Brandon Staley will get fired? And the second question is, um, should he? Should he get fired? So the, 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 this is actually very simple for me. And, and we had mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show. Um, do I think he's going to get fired? No. And I'm going to lay out the reasons why I don't think he's going to get fired. Do I think he should get fired? It's an easy answer for me. Yes. Let me tell you why he won't get fired. He won't get fired because the owner of the Los Angeles Chargers does business a certain way. And to be a winner, to be a winner franchise, you're going to have to take some L's along the way. You're going to have to invest an incredible amount of money. You know, let, let me give you an example. It's not the best, but I'll, I'll do my best on this. Steve Ballmer is trying to win. Yeah. There is no, there's nothing in between. That doesn't mean he's winning. It doesn't mean that they've been successful, but he's trying to win. He's making moves. Do I got to go do this? Do I got to go do that? Do I got to go build a freaking stadium in Inglewood so that the Clippers have their own home? He's doing all of that, okay? What Dean Spanos is going to do is instead of going to get the best coach available, which is Sean Payton, and instead of saying, Staley, how much you worth for the next two years? Cool. Are you making four a year? Here's your $8 million. Go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Orleans, what do you need? You need a draft pick because you got to get compensation for Sean Payton? Cool. Hey, Payton, what do you think? What's the market right now? What coordinators do you want me to go get? I'm in L.A. to win. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that in SD. <laughs> Why of all of a sudden is he going to come to this market and he's going to do it? Maybe I'm wrong. I would be surprised if he did all that. I don't think he's going to do it. Um it's uh, should he? Yes, he should get fired. Will he? No, he's going to be back there next season. I, I think you're right, and I want to add one thing to it that everything that you just said, I they're cheap. They don't want to have to give up compensation to get uh, Peyton potentially. They probably don't want to pay Peyton what he's going to get on the market because oh, he's getting he's getting paid. Oh, it, yeah. it will probably reset the coaching market, is what I read. That he will be the highest paid coach when it comes in, and it makes sense. He's Sean Peyton. I get it. That's Everything you said, yes, check the box. There's also this. If that game had ended and you go to Derwin James, you go to Justin Herbert, you go to Bosa, you go to Eckler, you go to you know uh, Khalil Mack, just the, the guys, right? The, the big names, key mm-hmm. players. And said, hey, do you think that uh, he's going to be back? Do you want him to come back? Whatever the question is. And they would say something along the lines of, listen, man, I don't make those decisions. Those decisions are above my pay grade. Or that's not up to me. I just play football. That is, yeah, get him out of here. They didn't. They, they've got his back. There, there really wasn't this groundswell of, like you mentioned, Keenan Allen's tweet earlier in the season was like, what the blank are we doing right yeah. now? There wasn't that. There's a He's the leader of our team. He's done a great job for our organization. He still has the players, and that's not nothing. That the players are on board matters a great deal because it gives Dean an opportunity to say, I'm not moving him out. The players yeah. love this guy. It's only been two years. We did go to the play. You can tell yourself that lie. The reality of it is he prevented you from getting in last year with his decisions. He's not an NFL head coach. And his decisions on Saturday night mm-hmm. were inexcusable. They were inexcusable. They ran the ball eight times. They never once ran the play clock down to three or four seconds. They're snapping the ball 12 seconds, 16 seconds, 17 seconds. Add all that up, that's two, three, four minutes of clock time that's just gone. You're just taking it off the board for Jacksonville. It was a masterpiece on how to lay an egg. Yep. It, if you would say, okay, hey, I need you to find a way to lose a 27-point lead, only you're not going to have any turnovers. How do you do it? That. That's not easy. It's the only way you can do it. Does he get credit for doing that because it's not easy? (laughs) But that's the only way you can do it, Al. This this was a, I need you to make 10 consecutive terrible decisions. It's the only way it could happen. He made 10 consecutive terrible decisions. It's also, um, you know, you could see a a coach like Doug Peterson who... Hmm. He ran circles around him. Yeah, you know, yeah. you could tell the other side. Rex Ryan had some really good quotes just talking about. Um, you have them? I do. Okay. But play one of them because I, I, I think it. the point he's trying to make and what I was watching on Saturday, I was watching a coach that says, I know what I'm going to do in any scenario that's in front of me. And I was watching Staley on the other side of it saying, I'm just praying to the Lord above that we hold on to this. And here's what Rex Ryan had to say. Here's the thing about this this young man that bothers a, a veteran coach. All right, Brandon Staley. You know the new ideas and all that. That's great. 
being, being aggressive, that's great. But sometimes this, this young man is reckless as a coach, in my opinion. And you should learn from some of the other guys. Like, normally, back in the day, you'd have to coach for years. You'd get your chance. You were ready for these situations. You don't lose a game like this. No, you don't. 27. We saw it happen twice this year. To who? To young coaches. Jeff Saturday never coached. All right, that's why he blows the lead. Here's another young guy that doesn't get it. Respect the game. Respect the guys that have been there before you. All right, and, and I've seen it with all these fourth down reckless calls that he makes. He got better this year as it went on. But that really bothers me. So it's funny when I hear that. I, I don't know when he says respect the game. I, I don't know if he doesn't respect the game. I just don't think he knows what to do in those situations. I think he's... He's making calls that you and I, it's so obvious to the both of us when we're watching the game that in my head, I'm like, I, I don't, th- I think a regular head coach just, there's a common sense element to it that I just don't, I didn't see on Saturday. Common sense isn't that common. We've yep. learned that to be true. Here, here's the thing. When Rex Ryan is talking about respect the game, what he's telling him, but he's putting it in a more palatable way. You're not smarter than everybody, bro. Yeah. You are not reinventing this game. You are not smarter than all 10,000 of us that have had this job before you. Mm. You might be good at it. You may be a smart guy. You're not the smartest guy. You don't know better than every – the reason we do these things is because it's the better way to do them. Okay? That, that's what respect the game means. You're not smarter than everyone who's come before you. That's number one. You're talking about you and me. We're watching – this is the other thing that if I'm an owner, I think yeah. is really hard to wrap your head around. It's not Alan Slew and Travis Rogers. Anyone that is a football fan between you know moderate to above knew these were terrible decisions as they were happening. This was not one decision at the end of the game to go for it or not that was, wait, what, what, what the hell is happening? Everyone that has watched football has was watching that second half going, wait, is this going to happen? Wait, no, they're not. Oh, there it is again. And it just one crazy decision after another. And not crazy that it jumped. Just all the little terrible mistakes. Not running enough clock. Not not running the ball. Not doing the thing to kill clock. It's just standard procedure. It's not super creative. It's not. If you've played Madden, you know how to do these things. And he just didn't do it. And there was no... The thing that would have taken Staley somewhat off the hook for me yeah. at some point if he said, yeah. listen... I I blacked out. I, I whatever it is. I I lost my mind. I don't know why we didn't mm-hmm. do that. It I, it will never happen again. It's not what he does. Mm-hmm. It's he's got a peculiar ability to double down on his wrongness that would scare the you know what out of me if I were a Charger fan. I think that's you know probably his insecurity. That also is his um, maybe lack of confidence in himself that he's just trying. You know you do that right. You make a mistake and you try to justify. Everything's about justifying. When somebody who maybe is more comfortable with themselves says, I made a mistake. Darvin Ham. Mm-hmm. Darvin Ham is a young coach, a young head coach. And Darvin Ham against the, you know, the Mavericks the, Mavs, the other night. Yeah. Basically, with he said, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we decided to charge the ball. Okay, he, he knows. I, I think in that situation, you're not going to see it happen again. Maybe they don't tell us, but I hope behind closed doors that Staley is saying, I made all these mistakes. Even Darvin Ham yesterday, who said, I'll let Russ go, just use as an example. I hope behind closed doors he's saying, yeah, I should have called a timeout. The Jaguars turned it over four, five times. Yep. The Chargers turned it over zero times, yep. and the Jags won the game. What, what, what 31-30. Else are we doing what else are we doing here? The dump. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You know, one thing we haven't talked about with the Chargers, Al, and we'll have a lot more time to talk about the Chargers again tomorrow. Um, no, nah, they got their window. They didn't beat a good team all year. They beat Miami, yep. who was 9-8, and eight, and Tua was playing. And, and the Dolphins with Tua are obviously a very different team than without him, and they played a good portion of the season without him. But at some point, your inability to beat the good teams isn't just 
well, we lost the game to a good team. It's coaching. It's little things. It's like one of your players losing his temper and smashing his helmet on the ground because mm-hmm. the referees missed a call mm-hmm. and taking what would have certainly been a kick attempt to tie it or to, to get within three to now to, to go get a, a I don't want to say easy but a much easier two sure. point attempt sure. that ultimately was the difference in the game. It's this. It's all those little things that are the difference between beating a good team and not. I don't disagree at all and. Uh... The Chargers, there were question marks coming in. They got the matchup that they wanted because it was Jacksonville, and you didn't have to go play Cincinnati or one of those squads, and they uh, they missed out on that opportunity. Stay with the Chargers here for a second. Trevor Lawrence has still never lost a game on a Saturday. Remember we talked about that going in on the weekend? I saw this, I saw this yesterday. So he was 41-0 and <laughs> from his sophomore season to senior year in high school. Uh-huh. I think Clemson, like... 30-something and two or whatever it was. And then he has two Saturday games. The Titans game that they played to get in the playoffs and then Saturday. Guess who? Guess when they play Chargers. this weekend against the uh, the Chiefs? They Is play it on, Saturday? They play on Saturday. So no, we'll see. Can't do it again. We'll see whether he is able to do he it. Or can't not. do it. You know, again. we're talking about Brock Purdy and give him all the credit in the world. Trevor Lawrence obviously is the literal exact opposite mm-hmm. of Brock Purdy. He was the first pick in the draft. Purdy was the last. Yeah. But there are some similarities in the sense that that Charger game could have been a disaster for him, mm-hmm. where he threw four picks. And you're thinking, oh my God, this this could be career altering where he finally gets into the playoffs and he freaks out and throws Lights a million picks, right? Not only did that not happen, the next half he was lights All out. Right, so do you agree with this or not? But isn't that a lot to do with your coach? The coach didn't panic. Yes. The coach is like, hey, it's good. We're good. Let's just go. And there was a couple, Asante Samuel on, on at least one of his picks, I would have called P.I. They didn't call P.I. It is what it is. I also think a coach can kind of help justify what's going on and tell you, hey, it's all good. Let's just get on the board and go from there. He had some quotes Trevor Lawrence did after the game talking about when your coach has that confidence, you kind of just, it comes off on you. So I, I, you're not wrong in what you're saying, but I also, when I, when I hear that, I want to give credit to the coach because I think yes. the coach can also dictate what your mood is the rest of the way. Tons of that for sure, but if look, Jared, Jared Goff with Sean McVay is animated, obviously, but he's not panicking like some other guys. Yeah. Goff would get sped up, especially as a younger player. You could just tell the game was moving really fast for him. Lawrence? Yeah. Not so much. All right, I got a idea that I'm going to pitch to you here. Sold. So Michael and I were doing the game yesterday, and we do a segment called Top NBA Stories. We're going through some different NBA stories. Michael said, make sure you bring this up to Trav. So I'm like, all right, I'll bring it up to Trav. The Spurs played in the Alamo Dome. I saw that. 68,000 people were at that game. And then we kind of got to talking, and we're talking about, you know, Final Fours are done in, in these – Football um, stadiums. In, in the football stadiums. Would that not be the coolest thing? Lakers, Warriors at SoFi? Yeah. So, okay. You're talking to somebody that loves stunt events. Yeah. I loved hockey at Dodger Stadium. Yes. I loved baseball at the Coliseum. I'm going back to the Clash at the Coliseum here in a few weeks to see. Can, can't you do a Lakers, I, Warriors at SoFi? I love it. It's a great idea right up until the game starts and you're in Section 700. doesn't matter. You, you got the screen. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I would go. Sell, I would sell those tickets time. up there for $50 because you got to pay $300 <laughs> for parking anyways. So they're making their revenue anyways. It's a great idea. I Not only do I like it, I would go and yeah. I would experience it. I've been to see basketball at the Alamo Dome when they had the Final Four there a million years ago. It is just dreadful. Mm-hmm. It is a dreadful viewing experience. Well, 68,323 <laughs> people would disagree with you. Dreadful. You mentioned Asante Samuel. Yeah. How about Al Michaels calling Asante Samuel interceptions 17 years and seven days apart? I would think if there's any way that they can get any type of coverage to Jimmy Smith, they'd go to him. And they will go instead to Asante Samuel, who intercepts it, and he'll beat Leftwich, who hobbles over toward the oh sideline. Touchdown, New England. Fifth and seven. Here comes extra pressure, but the pass is intercepted at the 26-yard line. It's Asante Samuel. <laughs> Asante Samuel had a night. He had a great night, but... Both against Jacksonville, too. That's what's so bizarre. You had 
Byron Leftwich with John Madden, and then you've got Trevor Lawrence with Tony Dungy wow. last night. Wow, very cool, very cool. He had he he's the one that had three, right? Zonte yeah, he did Samuel? have yes That's in the first half, and they lost. He had more receptions than Jaguars receivers in the first <laughs> half. <laughs> I just for the life of me, that's an amazing stat. I, the more we talk about it, out the, the more, more confused surreal you get, it gets, upset you get. The, it upset, no, but any, just not upset, yeah. like flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. Just it's a miracle that that's what happened. Brian Dable, uh, head coach of the Giants, that team was four and thirteen last year, nine and seven this year. They are still alive. Damn. They're going to take on uh, the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. in the divisional round. This is what you're looking for in a head coach, right? Where you take a bad team and turn them into a good team. That's how you know. Doug Peterson in Jacksonville took a bad team. Made him a good team yep. like that. Yep. Sean McVay took a bad team, made him a good team like that. Brandon Staley and some other guys, even Matt LaFleur, who's had a good run in sure. Green Bay, or mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota, these were not teams that were dreadful when they got them. These were mediocre to pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is what you're looking or, for. Or, by the way, even if that coach can't completely turn around your franchise that quick, can that coach take you from this is where we sit today mm-hmm. – and this is where we sit by having this head coach. That's not definitely not always the answer. All right, one more here. Daniel Jones put together a day that if anybody not named Daniel Jones had done it, we'd be writing songs about it. He had a 301-yard passing day. He had 78 yards on the ground. He threw two touchdown passes. He completed 68% of his attempts and didn't throw interceptions. Hmm. If Lamar Jackson had that, if Tua had that, if Herbert had that, we'd be screaming from the top. And Daniel Jones is like, yeah, Danny Dimes, whatever. He was awesome yesterday. Yeah, he was. Yeah. All, and by the way, there's we get so caught up in talking about some of the main games or the main names. He was one that went under the radar. Now they got to pay the dude too because he's up at the end of the year. So Danny Dimes is about to get paid along the way. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch my idea to these guys. I like Do you it. think they will? Yeah. Yeah. They'll. Both I think be so. Yeah. I think so. It's still a little super cross talk. Look at us in and out now coming that? in. Yeah, in and out is a sponsor. Not How about joking that? around here. That's what a hamburger is all about, right there. Yeah. Hey, Bergman, produce some actual in and out. Would yeah. You please. Yes. Let's do it. There's... Double, double, animal style, chopped chilies, fries, and a pink lemonade. I'll take raw. Why does onions. it not surprise me that animal style is involved uh, in your? Oh order? yeah. Yo, pickles, yeah. onions, grilled onions, or uh, pickles, mustard, grilled onions. Yeah. Nice. Okay, nice. do it. So I know we got a lot of stuff to do here, but yes. I, I'm convinced that uh, you guys are spent a lot of time this hour talking about whether or not the Chargers are going to fire Brandon. And Staley, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it a lot too. I'm convinced that they're not, and I'm convinced that the reason they're not is one word. And I'm further convinced that I can get Sliwa to say the word. Oh, I know what simply I know what the word is already. Word association. I know what the All word right, is. Sli, one word I'm looking for. Whatever pops into your head. Ready? That they're when not say, firing. I, no, no. I'm going to say a word. Okay. And Go whatever ahead. pops into your mm-hmm. head, I want you to say okay. one word. Okay. Yep. Spanos. Mace? Cheap. Cheap. Yep. Cheap. 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 I was going to go snake. Yeah. (laughs) That was my word. My word was snake. (laughs) No, I mean, Spanos likes to pay guys uh, in rolls of quarters for all intents and purposes. Mason nailed it. There the is a little thing in his desk. Yeah, a little he thing. drops it. They go there back and forth. There is no way Dean Spanos <laughs> is going to play. Pay two coaches. Can you see Dean Spanos paying Brandon Staley no. and Sean Payton? Well, especially and the, Sean the, Payton, the price that's going to come for right. that. Payton would comes with a premium. He and comes with way, draft picks, and you'd probably have to reset and, the market. And the other Trav, is, it costs money. Yeah. we're burying the <laughs> yeah, lead here. Once well. they yeah. set aim on Payton, it means that. Mickey Loomis, who I guess is the GM in New yeah. York, can just raise Fleece. the price. Mm. Can really, really okay. make the Chargers I, pay the in terms of, of draft us, capital. We're, we're in like agreement that they're snake. not going to do it for all the same yep. reason. We said the same thing. But how do you go back to your fans and say, we're going to run it back with this guy when he did what he's done the last right, two seasons? Seri- I, and this is not a joke. What fans? <laughs> well, I'm, ser- I'm serious. There, I, I hear you. There are some out there. Well, there just, just, are d- a few. D- can I just play what he just said? <laughs> this happened to the Cowboys. It's a different conversation. Completely. It happened to the Steelers. Yeah. It's a different guys. Do you I honestly think- believe there's anything the Chargers could do that would make like cause an uproar in their fan base? What fan base? I, I think there's a lot to it's what he's really saying. It's a really interesting question. I yeah. think there's a lot to what he's saying right there. It's simple, but I think there's a lot to so, what he's so, saying. But, but what you're saying by if not doing something. If the Chiefs traded Patrick Mahomes, it literally they would burn the city I, 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 so you're, But you're if saying... If the Chargers traded Justin Herbert, it would be a talk radio show. It would be a talk radio talk for about 45 minutes until Mason would go, I don't want to talk about the Chargers, yeah. and we're done. But, uh, but let me ask you this question, John. <laughs> you're saying they won't, 
but should they? I wouldn't. Would I, you? I, you know, last week I was no, but after that loss, I would say yes. Well, okay, so just real quick. We said last week, unless something so hard to fathom, <laughs> something so extraordinary happened, you don't fire it. That's how you set it up last week. A 27-point lead yep. qualifies. Yep. And, and it, this is the thing that I haven't heard other than when Al and I have talked about so far. Not only did they blow a huge lead, mm-hmm. they did it without anything weird happening. They didn't have a bunch of turnovers. Nobody got hurt. There wasn't a bunch of like a return for a touchdown, a pick six. Zero turnovers. Nothing Zero. weird they, happened other than them making a series of terrible run decisions. The football there it is. in the second half. And they times. have, yeah. and they have Austin right. Eckler on their eat roster. up some yardage, eat up some time, keep them off the field. They didn't either. They didn't eat up any yardage, and they were snapping the ball with 17, 18 seconds 17, left on the play I know. Clock. I mean, when you're up 27 to nothing. Yeah, that's brutal. Just run the clock. Even yeah. if you don't move the ball, there's not enough time. Yeah, snap to the ball at four snap and a half the ball touchdowns. at five. Snap the ball at four. My God, they're snapping the ball so early in the clock. Mace, the should I don't think they will as well, but the should they I mean it's it's just Sean Payton is one of the biggest names of all the coaches in the NFL. Right. He has a Super Bowl. Justin Herbert, imagine what Herbert can learn from Sean Payton. Right. Imagine if you're going to kind of stir up the pot in L.A. because, like you said, there aren't really that many fans that are going to go crazy about Chargers doing it or not. The right thing to do is, if Dean Spanos, the right thing to do is, I'm in L.A. now. Yep. I can't treat the L.A. market the way I used to treat but the same market. Play with the big boys. He won't do it, Mace. Why? Cheap, cheap, snake. snake. <laughs> well, no, you know, I, I'm not kidding. I'm just, I keep going back to what you said, Ireland. Who's mad? Right. Like, if there's no outroar, if, well, they, don't, if they don't fire Brandon no Staley, do you think there's no going to be no. anybody outside you're, you're, you're the Charger office? Right. Op- Does no anybody pressure. even know where the Charger office is? <laughs> there's no serious, outrage. You? It's in Costa Mesa. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, you I, oh, down. you're I do. down there. Yeah. yeah, but I do know. I thought it was in El Segundo. <laughs> they're moving El Segundo or something. They, no, well, their building, practice facility is in Costa Mesa. But you're right. Who's who's banging on the desk? Who's screaming and yelling? I will say this. I got an awful lot of. And I didn't even tweet about the game. But it was like, F the Rams house. F the Rams house. I got a lot of that. But I also got those memes like the one that shows Chargers win probability and it's a lightning bolt and it's going straight down. That's so genius. And then there's another one where it's it a lightning bolt it's in the Falcons. It's like, oh, it's genius. That's pretty it's genius. funny. Yeah. In, it, I mean... I didn't even think such a thing was possible. I didn't think you could do it without throwing a bunch of picks or the quarterback getting hurt or something like that. Well, Trevor happening. Lawrence threw nothing. a bunch of picks. He did, but and they still won. But he recovered five to nothing. It never yeah. happened in the playoffs. By in the, the way, history of the league. The thing about Trevor Lawrence too that I, that became a big thing afterwards. First thing he did, Waffle, went to Waffle House. House. We were talking about That's that. That's like folk hero stuff, right? They're scattered, smothered, and covered back at the Waffle House. <laughs> so here, well, I, in all seriousness, I think if something like earth-shattering happened to Michael Thompson, who's, who'll be here in a few minutes. If Michael won the lottery, all right, wins a billion-dollar lottery, right? I, I'm 100% convinced he would go to in and out Oh, sure. <laughs> that's what Al said. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what Al said. But yeah. look, they didn't just go to hey, Waffle take House. a lot of catch They up. had a, mir- a miraculous yeah. win. Yep. Probably went out and enjoyed themselves for a little while. Oh, yeah. Because he showed up at Waffle House well past midnight. There's no better destination than Waffle House, Norm's, Denny's, <laughs> Oh, IHop, I know. At 2 a.m., that's the spot do, you go to. IHOP. <laughs> yes. Do you remember the scene in Tin Cup where all the guys want to go <laughs> sure. to Waffle House and Doreen goes, well, guys, I actually have a lot of money. <laughs> And so I want to take us out someplace nice for dinner. And they go, great, Waffle House. <laughs> and she goes, no, no, no. I want to like go to a real restaurant. They go, well, wait, I don't. And of course, they all end up at the Waffle House. Yeah, of course. It was yeah. the right decision. All right, I'm going to see if I could sell you guys on this one. Okay. I think, I think you're in on it. I think you'll be in on it as well. You know, you just can't point at us. You have to say our names yeah, you so have people to. at home. Yeah, you and you, the other one. You and the other one. No <laughs> one can see you, Al. I think both of you are in on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, there you go. So. That, that was the easier way to put it. Um, all right, so Spurs played a game at the Alamo Dome. Oh, yeah. Like 68,000, yeah. they broke the right, record. Right. Michael and I were talking about this in pregame. And Michael's like, you got to bring this up tomorrow. Bring it up on Travis okay. the show. The Lakers Warriors, let's mm-hmm. take those two franchises. Right. Okay. They play a game at SoFi. Sold out. Isn't that going to be sold, sold out? Sell out. Wait a minute. Does SoFi 
Seventy, right? Sixty-eight thousand. Sixty-eight thousand. Modular. They can stretch it out to like over eighty well, for, for the Super Bowl court. Oh, they probably get be, close to hundred. But they could beat the Spurs. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, you you oh, could yeah. outdraw the Spurs. Are you going to like? That, is that? I would does just, that sound like a cool just, event? It's go, like when the Dodgers, the Dodgers played, played at the Coliseum. We all I was thinking the same thing. Ducks Kings at Dodger Stadium. Yep. That yeah. was a great weird event. And then the Clash of the Coliseum, which is coming up again. Yeah, I went to coming that up last again. Year. Now, it's a great weird event. Fun? It's awesome. Let me ask you this though. Make sure you know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. If it rains, does water come down onto the court? No, it it blows in a little bit on the like it did during I think the, the national answer championship would have been game. No, until the national championship yeah. game, and it apparently blew in. It got, oh, really? kind of Guys were inside. slipping, and oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so I but don't... generally, there's a roof, but there's an opening. Yeah, and if it's blown sideways like it was during Georgia TCU, so you might have to go to a wet. dome. There was a there was then. a jo- uh, like so there was a Chargers the game where there was lightning too, and they had Charger to, Raider Charger is, Raiders. Yeah, Mace, you've been to Levi's. Does that have oh, a yeah. roof? No, no, no. Okay, so we couldn't play it as a Warriors home game. There's has to be like some tarp or something you could hang at one but, end of the stadium. Yeah. I was just going to say it's inside. more SoFi that's the attraction. Right? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, those people that haven't got a chance. You can't you can't do it in an open air stadium just because if it rains the game's over. Even if it's a little windy, it changes everything. I don't know. Same thing. Taking threes. Whoa. Well, didn't they? Oh no, they played college basketball on an aircraft carrier, <laughs> right? Just, they did. Yeah, Lee yeah. went to that. San Diego State had a game. They've done that for like three, four years, yeah. and it's weird. It's a little weird. You well, went. Well, here's, right? here's what's funny. It's literally the idea and the concept. You're like, man, it's such a cool idea. This is such an awesome idea. They're playing on an aircraft carrier. This is in San Diego. It's kind of near Su- Seaport Village. You're looking out the ocean. You're like, this is awesome. How cool is this? And then the game starts, and you start seeing these windy. 18-foot jumpers go three feet to your left. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't think weird. this is a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Oh, by the way, change the subject. I said to Emily when I walked in, when she told that story about, wait, is Planet Fitness a sponsor here? Yeah, uh, no. I don't think so. No, I don't okay. think so. Well, then I can say this. Uh, <laughs> when she told that story about how she was at a Planet Fitness working out, and she asked him to put the playoff game on, and the answer she got was, there's not a manager here. Yeah. I can't change it. Done with Planet Fitness. That's like me when I walk in what? and there's a line. By the way, Crosstalk is presented who, by Planet. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't put games well, on at the gym in the first place? And, and by the way, why would you need? Can you imagine no, if one of your movie Ireland. theater people they said, "Hey, um, I'd, I'd like some butter on this popcorn," and they <laughs> said, "I can't." No, put no, that's what I said. That manager's the not approval here. Of the yeah. John, that's what I said to Emily. I said, "What sort of like, management structure do you need a, a, approval to go from channel five to channel two? Right, so we need to find Emily a new gym. <laughs> What okay. part of town do you live Hang in? Okay, uh, town. Let's call. Okay. Let's call the call. CEO. Should we put? Are we allowed to put the All game right. on? We here? need gym options near Koreatown for Emily to get her out of this Planet Fitness where they I got won't the solution. put playoff games I on. Have the, I have the solution. I take my iPad to the gym every time. Right. And I don't know if you do. You guys do or not? No. I, I don't What's need a to gym. Do- I don't. What do you? <laughs> okay. Also, an iPad. That's huge. To yeah, bring that's to the a real. Gym. What do you? I have my phone. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. Do you put it like on the elliptical or whatever? Elliptical, the, exactly. Elliptical. You do a little thing, treadmill. Yeah. You do a bike. And then whatever it is. Stuff. I watch the entire time. Yeah. I don't even know I'm at the gym. So while you can't get the channel changed, I'm changing my own channel. Right. Because even if you're even if you're sitting somewhere and you got the game on, maybe the angle's not good. Maybe they got it on the channel you don't like. Just take the iPad. That's all you gotta do. I Emily? can take my phone and watch it. Emily, I, just, I have small. my phone. That's it's a the little same weird. Thing. iPad's I, a little iPad's, weird. It's it's aggressive. It's like walking around with a big screen. But TV here's the here's the thing about Planet Fitness. Really <laughs> affordable, right, Emily? It's Ten bucks yeah, a month. I, Ten I mean, bucks a month. Because I pay a lot of money at my spin studio. So I do spin like different classes at my spin studio. That's about like two hundred dollars a month. And then this is like wait, $10 spin a month. classes are two hundred a month. So this place wow. has. It's an unlimited membership. Do you go to uh, Soul Cycle? No, I go to Hype, which is okay. Similar. They have bar classes. They have spin I almost classes, died in a Soul Cycle class one time. That looks impossible. Oh, it's so it's so rough. <laughs> you ever see it's somebody really smiling in a Soul Cycle class? No, I, read I my smile. Case. <laughs> you, I like the teachers though. The teachers are good. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. See, that's exactly what I don't want. Yeah. Is somebody trying to hype me up while I'm trying not to die. Yeah. I'm just trying to sweat and breathe my way through this. Yeah. And somebody trying to give me, oh, come on, we'll give me one more. You, me one and 10 18 year old girls like they're just pedaling like crazy and we're i was in a spin class once and the only thing that kept me going was the instructor was really cute she was she was like she's saying you can do it no pride yeah i'm quitting in front of her too no no she was hot so everybody all the guys in the class like hung around because they didn't want to get embarrassed in front of the hot girl and then after the class was over her boyfriend walked in and he looked like adonis i mean (laughs) of course like okay very quickly uh they should have called timeout last night right yeah yeah Uh, yeah well 
Darvin, after the game, said when he they had two timeouts, they came up with a stop. They're down 113-112. He said the reason he didn't call timeout is Russ in an open court normally makes a good play, like he attacks the rim, and that's what he did. The problem was with 10 seconds left, LeBron has to touch the Absolutely ball. Absolutely yep. does. Too. And yeah. so now I think Darvin knows, okay, I can't. I, if Russ has the ball there, or anybody else, Schroeder, anybody else, I've got to, I've got to somehow get the ball to LeBron. If they Westbrook, won't do it, I'll force him. He to went do it. in once. He lost the handle on the ball yep. too. Went in once and, again. And, it's, and, it's and was fouled, fouled by the way. Embiid, was totally fouled. Embiid made a great play that they will never call. When he, when Russ turned the corner, he grabbed. He his grabbed wrist. his elbow. Yeah. He grabbed his wrist. Or his wrist. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And the there's refs, pictures of this. The that should be a foul. See it. And uh, if you get away with it. Not a foul. But, but John, yeah. if, John if, this this is why I just go back to it. The play looked – there reached a point when he kind of fumbled the ball. Yeah. It was disorganized. And there were still five seconds left. And, they could have called timeout. Exactly. That's what you were hoping. Then Darvin yeah. Ham says, okay, this isn't going as planned. Let me use that timeout. Unless out. it's an end-to-end rush where you just have to get something up. Or LeBron, LeBron coast to coast, in the open yeah. court the, is different. the greatest open court player in NBA history. If he's got the ball and he's attacking, that's it's one different. thing. LeBron yeah. doesn't have to get a timeout. Everybody else needs a timeout to get it to LeBron. Yeah. What a weekend. We still got yeah. one more to go tonight, too. Yeah. We got yeah. one right. more to go tonight. Go Cowboys. Eh, I can't. Yeah, I think they're going to win tonight. I can't. They might win, win but I can't root for the yeah. Cowboys. They have not won a home work. playoff game since 1993. It's coming. Road. It's Road coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. We'll see. Tom yeah. Brady, hard to kill. Tom Brady. Hard to kill. Come Super on. Crosstalks, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. That feels good to say. Yeah. Mason in Ireland, coming up next.